because I bought it right, I can put extra finishes into the property or into the multifamily to make it worth even more to change the class from a C class to a B class, for example, increasing the value even more, allowing me to refi pulling that money out if I want to or sell or do whatever I want to do. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. I hope everyone has had a phenomenal new year. And we're now in 2022 and our first podcast of the year. Very excited. And I want to welcome back Gabriel Areish and Francesco Galuccio, who I uh, both had the uh, pleasure of seeing over the holidays, which was a lot of fun. And welcome back, guys, to wherever you are now. I know Frank is back in Chile, Canada. Canada. now. Gabriel is now uh, a Floridian, so congrats on your on your move. I know it can be terrifying, but I know you're going to enjoy your journey very much, and uh, that's the whole reason why we get in this business, so you can live where the hell you want. We invest where it makes sense, so we can live where it doesn't make sense. So that's kind of the, the whole reason we're into this. So again, this is Big Fat Real Estate Checks, all about cash flow. If you have not listened to our first 10 podcasts, please do. It explains asset-based lending, how you can get in with none of your own money, if that's something that you want to do, by buying assets at the right price and not necessarily having to have a down payment. Not because it's get rich quick, but because you're protecting the lender by buying it at the right price. And the objective is to get as many assets as possible, so your cash flow is taken care of and uh, we are buy and holders buy and hold get as much cash flow as possible funnily enough we're all exiting properties right now in fact we're selling off a lot and big question mark is well why in the he double hockey sticks marco would you ever want to sell property if it's cash flowing and there's a lot of reasons to that and we're going to have a quick debate around it and who would like to start it off yeah i could start it off if you like Welcome, no happy, new, happy new Year to everyone. Happy New Year, hope everyone had a great one. Yeah, I, I, you know what, this topic came up because I was reading an article the other day up in here in Canada, yes, in cold Canada. I'm so jealous uh, when I look at the temperature and the weather from Toronto down to Florida, but. It, it was 82 today. Yeah, it's I, well, it's yeah, Mark, Gabe, It's only 22 right now. Gabe said it's, 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 it's a bit cool, it's 22. You haven't even been there a month already. <laughs> You're rubbing it in, but it's okay. Yeah, it's like minus nine or 11 here. It's terrible. But anyways, I was reading an article because a lot of people up in Canada are, you know, especially the young folks that are getting married and are looking to buy their first home. A lot of them were holding off. And there was an article saying that the mortgage brokers are actually being, uh, they're very busy. By the hour, they're actually increasing sales because people have realized, especially up here, that property uh, homes are inflating at an extraordinary rate. They're going up higher. They thought there was going to plateau. And they feel if they don't get into a property now, even though it's well over value, they feel if they don't get into it now and they wait, it's just going to go higher and higher and higher. That's what we're seeing in all markets across, not only in Canada, but in the U.S., especially Florida, which I know, Marco, you have some properties. I have some properties up there, uh, down there, excuse me. And most of my single family homes have, you know, quadrupled in price. And it's definitely a seller's market uh, right now. So, yeah, we always preach to buy and hold to have that residual income. But sometimes you have to always look and reflect what the economy is telling you. And right now, the economy is in a favorable position where, you know, you can liquidate a property, take that equity that you made and put it in an, another multifamily or in a motel where there's underperforming assets. So these assets, the single families, some of the multifamilies, they're, they're skyrocketing. So if you sell them, 
get that cash and purchase a property. You know, I know Gabe, you're looking at hotels right now, which is still fairly under market. A lot of people are still staying away from it because COVID numbers, you know, everything's going up or whatever. People are fearful We're of okay traveling. With that. Stay but, away. But that's fine. But, but I'm just saying, <laughs> so the market I'm shift kidding. on asset class in this. So single family for now, like for myself, I just, you know, one of my tenants just moved out December 31st. I gave her till the end of January, you know, just, you know, because of the holidays and all that. But she'd start to vacate, phone the realtor today. They're getting on it right now. And hopefully by the end of the week, we'll be listed for sale because prices are going substantially higher. And, and hopefully I can find something else that's under market or underperforming. It'll be sold in like two days. That's mm-hmm. how things are fed there, quickly. Are there's no demand. Sure. There's, I mean, sorry, there's a lot supply. of demand. There's no supply. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. There's no supply. So, Gabe, if you want to... Um, shorten what frank just said in bullets for the listener because there's a lot of great points in there and i'm not yeah. making fun of frank but there's you said a lot so you know you bought it quadrupled in value and now there's all this equity that's dead equity it's not making you any money right now so the question is is why why sell gabe i don't know if you want to you know re-say what he just said but i think it, it's worth saying at least twice even three times well it's, it's not a question of uh just repeating i think you're going to sell when you feel you need to sell one is the best option for you if the price is quadrupled and you want to get your equity out i mean you can always refinance but you're not going to get the full you're not going to get the full equity in there right you're going to only get a percentage of that equity so selling selling is the right move it's a fast market you know you're going to sell you might actually get an overbidding you know a bidding war really it's i think market market shifts will determine when it's time for you to sell and I think the real question is how to recognize that market shift in order to be able to make that best decision. So that's, I guess, my two cents on, on on selling at this point. But there's other reasons you could sell. I mean, I just moved. I had a bunch of property where I was. Uh, is it easy for me to manage, you know, a bunch of units from afar? It's possible. But with a market, like you said, that's this hot in Canada, you know, why not just cash out the chips on those and then just redirect them into something that's going to be providing a, a better return? especially not just now but i guess over the long run because if things you know if you're correct frank and things are going to continue to inflate and i think all indications are that and the term inflate is correct here because this isn't driven uniquely by the fact that you know people are rushing to buy i think people are rushing to buy because of the inflation factor and the inflation has given them fomo essentially and the rates are low yeah. So you have two things. You're aware that it's going to cost you more, but because the rates are so cheap, it's the payments are going to cost you less. Mm-hmm. If the Fed raises the the basis interest a point, it's that's a huge difference in your mortgage payment over time. So Absolutely. the lower the the rate is, the better it is. But from a economics point of view, we buy low and sell high. And if we bought really low, like the property I bought in Daytona for less than 50 grand and I sell for over 200, it's a good time to sell it. And I sell it instantly, basically. So I can take that money and then roll it over into something that's of less, that has a potential much more interesting value and have either that capital grow or because I bought it right, I can put extra finishes into the property or into the multifamily to make it worth even more to change the class from a C class to a B class, for example, where the rents can now be increased significantly more, increasing the value even more, allowing me to refi pulling that money out if I want to or sell or do whatever I want to do. So, and when the market does change, sorry, Gabe, I know you want to talk about this, but just one last thing. When the market does change, 
just like it did in 0809 where we were buying properties for 25 grand a pop three bedroom two bath with a pool in vegas and buying those 10 15 20 at a time from banks that's going to happen again there's going to be another crash it's inevitable nobody wants to work there's a lot of money being you know doled out there there's it's just a matter of time before something does break and i'm i'm not terrified by it i'm excited by it because i'll have the ability and the knowledge to know exactly what to do with it so gabe i know you want to add to that no i just wanted to add that you know everything we've discussed so far more or less single family dwellings that are being sold right so this is yeah. where the market's at so none of us have sold a hotel none of us have sold any multifamily properties that's all well, hang on hang well, we, we all sold some we did we sold you know parks that were oh, outliers yeah, no. yes but, but yeah again these weren't this this wasn't a market factor sale so the sale it's true forgive me we yeah. did sell a mobile home park but that I know you, you made all that money and you're for you get amnesia right away it's like what a few hundred grand wasn't enough so I need more I understand it was driven by a management decision it was our property manager wanted to retire and it was it was very difficult for us to find property management but that is another reason why you would sell right I guess you know if absolutely we're staying with the topic but that wasn't driven by the market shift I think I was what I was trying to say is that none of us have sold anything above single-family dwellings or residential properties if you will because of this market frenzy because the management happened at the time where you know the market was hot it made it easier for us to actually sell even though it, it was still a little bit more complex just because of where it was and the fact that it's a mobile home park but in terms of the market shift itself or, or where the market's at right now that's what's selling and i think for a lot of us especially once you have the tools to create these deals that are extremely lucrative and that are really you know they become high cap rate deals if you will you know, because we have this expertise and, you know, anybody who learns the process has that expertise, it only makes sense to sell something, especially in a, a single family home that has quadrupled in price, for example, even if it's only tripled or doubled, sell that and then, you know, maybe use some of that if you want to get into something bigger, a multifamily that you're going to then keep pretty much forever because multifamily, the cycle never happens where you want to sell that, I think. I mean, you could. The cycle will happen more if you need to sell because let's say it's owned by a private equity fund and they have a seven-year limit to holding the assets and you got to liquidate but in theory because of the economics of multifamily typically you'll probably end up keeping that for most of your life and your kids lives and their kids kids lives yeah. it's generational hopefully, wealth money yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's what <laughs> you want to reposition yeah that's what you want to reposition the way we were thinking about it or anyone should be thinking about it if you hang on to your single family for instance and you're making just say 10k net a year Yes, you do have built-in equity into that property, but if you can take that equity, cash out now, because you can always tap into that equity by doing a line of credit on that particular property. The fear in that is, or the fear that I had in that, is what happens if, uh, when there is a crash. It may not be as significant as back in 2008 or 9, but there will be some kind of adjustment in the market. So what happens if you tap into that equity, the bank can always demand the loan back if, if your house is worth, you know, two, what is it, 220 or 200,000, let's just say 200,000, and it drops down to 150, and now the bank's over leveraged on your line of credit, they can call that back. So I didn't want to do that. So my thinking was, okay, if I'm making 10K a year net on that single family, can I use that equity if I sell the home? Can I use that equity and double or triple that net and still have, even if it's, even if the multifamily doesn't even go up and I don't have even much equity in the multifamily and I leverage the shit out of it, am I making more than $10,000 a month? So I can double it, make it 20,000. So in that case, it would be a good move doing that because it's more about the residual than the equity. Because I don't a lot of people, they boast and they, they say, oh, look how much equity I got in my property. Look what my net worth is. Well, listen, your net worth is great, 
but what it's not doing anything for you today. Your net worth is only what it is when you crystallize it. And when you crystallize it, you sell it. And then when you sell it, you got property taxes, you got property taxes. You got capital gains, you got to pay fees, expenses, realtor closing costs. And in the end, what are you going to do with what you're left over with? I don't know, I'll just buy another property. So why the hell did you end up doing that whole process just to go buy another property? Mm. So I don't know, that was I'm my, your, yeah. That, sorry, sorry, Frank. No, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's basically math. Let's say $160,000 in equity. And I think you said 10,000 a month, but I, is it 10,000 a year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure because 10,000 a month on 160 equity, do never, never sell that because that's great. That's a great return. But if it's 10,000 a year on, let's say $100,000 in equity, that's a 10% return. If you can take that money and make a leverage 30% return, which we do constantly, right? On your cash on cash returns. In fact, we don't even use money unless it's a 30% return, leverage return plus, which we see those all the time. If you listen to seller calls, you can hear us do that constantly. 42, 60, 80, 35, all the time. That's a leverage return, meaning that the, the bank has a debt and then the money that we put in, the net after debt service from the cash that we put in makes us that return. So if you put in 100, then you're making 40,000 a year net after that deposit. But yeah, the numbers will tell you as well. And if it's a pain in the ass, which you know happened to both Frank and uh, to Gabe with management and dealing with outliers, or you've invested heavily all over the country and you want to consolidate your holdings into you know a couple states versus being spread out all over the place, which is exactly the mistake that I made when I first started. I was everywhere. And now as I mature, I want to be more concentrated in specific areas so I don't have shit everywhere. So, But at first... Just buy whatever you can and then make those decisions later if you want to sell or not. As long as you buy it right and have good management, you're going to be fine. That's right. For sure. Yeah. So mistake that I've seen on, you know, hey, my house has gone up significantly in value. I want to sell it and then I'm going to go buy another house. Well, then you're playing apples and apples at this point and you're going to have to pay more for whatever house that you're going to be buying next. So what's the point in selling your house to go buy something that's more anyway? Unless you get a really great deal on the other house, then it makes sense. Unless, right? you, move it out, unless you move it down to Florida, right? By low, sell high. That's the goal, right? Or rehab, yeah. Yeah, so or by rehab. low, sell high. But you can make those, you know, if there's a house that you absolutely love and it's your forever home, then you can break all those rules. Your house, you don't have to follow rules on your own property because it's where you live. It's your sanctum. It's, you know, your, your, your spouse's cave. It's... It's where you want to grow roots, and if it's the right place, right time, like in Gabe's case, it has to be in the you know the zip code for the skating lessons that are necessary in the the school, school district, and you know there's there's all these factors to look at, and that's the zip code that he has to live in. He doesn't give a shit, you know. He doesn't want to pay through the nose, but he's going to do whatever he has to do to take care of his family. So, different conversation at that point, and he'll liquidate whatever he needs to in order to get what he needs for his family, and that's why he busted his acid real estate to begin with is so we could provide that for for them where frank just wants to stay in the cold and just have his some family oh, suffer build some small man yeah women. that's 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 just how frank operates yes. non-binaries moment yes yes it's, uh, non-binary snowman i, mean, oh I miss you guys already oh, I, oh my yeah, gosh that I was know. funny yeah <laughs> put a carrot between the legs yes or not, or or not. Yeah. well maybe it identifies as a carrot between uh, the legs. Uh, maybe it does yeah no. or the, the bottom ball anyway let's 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 respect step let's step away a few steps from that yes completely yeah so hopefully this was you know at least mildly entertaining and so the big question mark is always focus buying the best you can at the best rates of return that you can and when it's time to sell the number should tell you and in this case we have a lot of single family and i just choose because of how quickly things sold in fact my my the house across the street sold in an hour 
And then I realized I need to start putting my houses on the market now. And I've sold quite a bit of them and they just fly off the shelves and it's time to do that. So take that cash, do something else with it that will be a much, much better return. So that's the game. Thanks guys for listening. Appreciate you both for uh, being here. And uh, listener, you're awesome. Appreciate you very much. Like it, love it, share it. If there's anything that we can do to help you uh, grow in your in your journey, we'd be delighted to hear from you. Marco at MarcoKozlowski.com is the email. Marco at MarcoKozlowski.com. If you have any topics that you'd like us to uh, share, please let us know. We're always looking for things to discuss and shed light on and give value to. And if there's something that we can do to help and serve you as a listener, we're definitely all in. And uh, we're we're very proud that we're almost at almost at 1,600 five-star reviews. Like to get to 2,000 by the end of January if we can. And uh, if you could help us do that, we'd definitely appreciate it. So if you have any humans in your life that you want to add value to, to uh, have them work less, make more, and leverage other people's money, please share this podcast. We would definitely appreciate it. And you would be a rock star, more of a rock star than you already are. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great, great year. Make 2022 your little biatch. <laughs> and uh, look forward for you to get everything that you work for. And uh, whatever you work for, you deserve as long as the intent is there. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Bye for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.